What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack the second you sign up. They'll send them out in the post here, and you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Now, I'm getting the word not. Oh. Ja! Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside. How about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> doing the other guy last shut down daily and i've been drinking rum since half past 12 (laughs) good lad good lad i if you caught me this morning i woke up felt hungover yesterday and that carried over and i woke up and i was like "Ah, i feel so much better i'm not gonna drink today and then by 10 a.m it was sweltering and i was like oh no it's needed it's absolutely needed not only do i have a, a like I almost feel like I need to because of the pod, like I have to, because we've told everyone <laughs> the weirdest, because everyone's been so loyal to us. I feel like I yeah. can't let people down and be like, yeah, uh, I know it's meant to be the lockdown locking guys and we've done fucking seven weeks of six pods a week and now we're going to change the schedule, but I'm just not in the mood to drink. I really feel like that would like be a betrayal of have a word listeners. I'd never do another episode with you again. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I bid you good day, sir. <laughs> do you know what's really sad? Today, and it's glorious in Liverpool, the sun is fucking oh, so nice. tracking the flags. Today would have been the day that Liverpool lifted the Premier League trophy. All right. The best thing is, is to put that in a box and just <laughs> and push it under your bed and then burn the bed and set fire to the house. Because... It, it, listen, we don't really do football on here, and Liverpool is a well. <laughs> huge part of Adam's life. I am a fucking part part time Watford fan. It's drifting for me, but we've purposefully not talked about it. And I, in the past, I have, I have ripped a little bit, but <laughs> to, it's been a long seven weeks, 
It's been a long shutdown, and I'm going into next week feeling so fucking good. I feel like it's the best move for the pod. I feel I said I messaged Adam before. I feel like it's the end of like an Edinburgh festival run, where you're like, yeah. you feel it's like the end of exams or something. Like I've I've actually worked. We've done it, and it's going to yeah. be better. We are going to be better for this going forward. The pod will be better for it. I think it's eight weeks. It's either seven or eight weeks we've done with a daily episode, which is a lot longer than either of us expected to be in without gigging. Never mind having a podcast to, oh, yeah. to I, do it. Okay. I, d- I don't know what I thought the, the shutdown would be. In my head, I was like, yeah, April and May are in the bin, but we'll be back by June, maybe July. And now I'm like, oh no, this is different. But I think I was telling myself that, like a lot of comics have, like a lot of people have done, because they want it to be true, because the there was no, the alternatives were like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? And this has become, because of the support of everyone that, uh, that listens, the people that have signed up for the Patreon, the help we've got from listeners sorting sponsors out, the content that people have sent in, the fucking emails of people just going, lads, I haven't got anything to tell you, I just want to say thank you. It's been one of the most amazing things I've been involved in 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 the whole of my 18 years of being a stand up just to be part of something like phenoms yeah man and so it was an easy an easy decision to make <laughs> I I I think you can t- hear a strain I could play about 3 episodes of this last 7 weeks where we were under restraint. Now, me and Adam have never snapped at each other. We just, it's not really in our character or anything. But you can feel a fucking strain. You're like, wowee. Like it's a pressure because it's so intense. And I'm just, I feel today you're like, oh, drawing a line under there. Going to be fun. Going to be fun. I fucking love it. It's going to be so much better I, for it. I'm already looking forward to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week. I'm like, we're going to do those three episodes. And I tell you what, mate. Because of that question I asked I asked you the other day, like the, if it was at a wedding and I went to the bar and I was getting you three bevies, a beer sort of one, a short and a shot. Yeah. And I, I remembered how much I like Sailor Jerry's and all we have been like, I want a Sailor Jerry's and Coke and I've got any covered. I've got no Sailor Jerry's left because I've drank it all. But um, I've got this Bacardi eight-year rum. Eight-year-old Bacardi, rare gold spiced rum. And I'm on a fucking wave here, mate. I'm having a fantastic time. I've also got me beer as well. Because, you know, I'm a responsible. Oh, can I just say on Thursday, I tried Bud Light because I saw it, thought of you. Uh, i tell you this, and this is me being a bit of a lightweight. I've got very used to the old 5% uh, Corona, but is it 4.6? Slightly stronger, isn't it? Yeah, it's 5. Yeah. That, with Smirnoff Ice, it's the it's my pref- Turbo Shandy preference. So, can I just, before we go any further, because that's just reminding me, my best mate Matt has just found out he's being promoted to be a commander in the Navy. Now, I don't know exactly what that is, but it sounds fucking cool. And we used to go out and... Does that mean that he now gets to tell people when they're getting bummed? Yeah. <laughs> he, he honestly, he actually writes up the bumming schedule now. <laughs> he gets the bum pen, and it's a Sharpie, brown, obviously, and he writes out the list of who gets bummed and when, and that's exciting. But um, I know how fucking hard he's worked since we were. What did he twenty? When maybe he went in the navy at twenty three. No, this is my mate Matt, who's a uh, he's a ten pound patron, which he didn't have to do, but he's just he's just like my best mate, and he's like, yeah, of course I'll do that. It's my, you know. And he told me yesterday, I'm so fucking chuffed for him. 
and then didn't get a chance to ring him. So I rang him today going, all right, Commander, giving him shit. Can I just pause for one sec? Because yeah. I want to hear this story and I want to concentrate on it. I just want to highlight the difference between your friend and mine. So your friend is like, sign up as a £10 patron. Of course I would. You're out of work. You're struggling. I'll absolutely sign up to that. Last week when we announced that from now on, one of the episodes is exclusively on Patreon, I got a text from my best mate, Carl, which said, what's this fucking Patreon shite? I'm signing up for nothing. You better send me the file. <laughs> and because, like, if I'd not met Carl, and if I didn't really like Carl, I'd be like, whoa, what a fucking little prick. And I'm like, I can see Carl saying that. I'm like, yeah, fair shout. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but Matty Boy's got that fucking come on when he leaked. I don't even know if there must be a pay rise. It sounds good, doesn't it? Anyway, rang him today just to be like, man, I'm so chuffed for you. There's been times in the last 10 years where the job I've done of like driving around and making people laugh has, has looked so ridiculous to the fucking like time and energy he's had to put into it. It's like mentally backbreaking shit. <laughs> and we were talking for about a minute and he was like, never mind that. Mate, how mental is it with the podcast that you've got people all around the country, all around the world, drinking turbo shandy? <laughs> I thought about this last night, you know, because I last night I was literally, I was scrolling through Twitter. Me and Jade had a bit of a Barney last night, just a little, a little spot that we've since resolved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um... I was just like, fuck off. I want some space. Leave me on my fucking own. And I went on the couch. I played FIFA for the bit, but then FIFA was pissing me off. So I turned that off as well. And I was like, right, I'm just going to do some work. So I sent you, I started rendering the video and yeah, stuff to yeah, send yeah. you yesterday's pod. But then my laptop just does that on its own. I can't use my laptop while it's doing it because it'll slow it down. Yeah. So I was just doing that mindless scrolling shit. And I was on my Twitter and then I was on the podcast's Twitter. And every third interaction we get at the minute is, Oi, oi, I've got some scooch, I've got some beer, I'm having a turbo shandy. Turbo shandies were dead. They were gone. No one was drinking them. And there's now people around the world. And you can guarantee as well, there's people not listening to this podcast who've either seen one of those tweets or one of their friends listens to the podcast and be like, you know, I've got back into lately, turbo shandy. I'm telling you what, I'm going to go on the stock market later. And if turbo shandy's stock is high, <laughs> Uh, someone who I think is late to the pod or is either someone that just follows us because of stand-up got involved in one... Because we... This has been several... Like, every week there's been several people showing pictures like... Oh, I can't remember who the fucking Maverick is that got pink hooch. And when yes. I'm trying it, I was like, oh my God, it's like evolution in action. It's going to be weird that though. Like, I... I looked at that and I was like, oh my God, this guy's a genius. But then I imagined having like raspberry... In a turbo shandy. He who dares, Rodney. He who dares. <laughs> I honestly, someone had posted a picture, and then either one of their mates or someone who follows us non-podcast has gone. I don't give a shit what this is meant to be, and I think he even tagged in the podcast like putting fucking alcohol pops in a beer is just plain nonsense, and it got no likes because <laughs> everyone that listens to the podcast like no shut up I've not even tried it what are you on about it's great you know, like I put that question I asked you the wedding one like what am I getting you from the bar I put that on Twitter and it got hundreds literally of replies of people going I'll have a pint of Maretti with a JD and Coke and this and one guy replied and said oh and I, I swear to God if I ever see him 
I might punch him. I might just hit him right square in the nose because he put, and I'm going to say it in the voice that I read it in. Mm. Well, I would have a, a pint of beer at a local well-respected brewery and I would have the oldest single malt whiskey from the bar and shots are for children and yanks. Right. I'm going to knock this cunt out. Apparently he's a horse racing, ex- horse racing expert and he's a fucking bellend. I, I'm sorry. Play shots, the game or fucking off, don't. Shots also, off what? Shots off what? Listeners. American or what? What does he mean? He's trying to be funny. Shots off for kids or Americans. Oh, great. A well-respected it. British man would never have a Sambuca. See, He's a prick. I don't but mind. Also, I don't mind that, like, you're being anti... Sean McLaughlin's got a great bit about the NFL. I'm a massive NFL. He's like, the one of the worst again. things that's ever happened to this country is the NFL being played on British soil. And if you went yeah. to any one of those games, you're essentially a, a traitor to the crown. And it's a great... Yeah. I love that band. That's it's a great... Fucking hilarious. That shots, that shots are for children and Americans. You're like, well, that's not funny. And you're he wrong. He was being funny. He was being candid. Oh. He's a... Oh. If when someone posts a game like that on the oh, internet, God. either play the game or don't say anything. One of our regular listeners is called icon. Jessica Yarwood. Yeah, she comments yeah. on a lot of the stuff on on Instagram, right? And she put, "I'm normally working weddings because I'm a photographer." Shut up, Jess. You're yeah. not working this wedding. I'm getting you a drink. Shut up. What it's, a, it's a hypothetical, Jess. You just got to sort of roll with it. It's a, it's akin to the would you rather. Well, it doesn't matter. It, it, of course, it doesn't. Or sprint as it fast does. as you like, well, well, I'm actually quite fat. I could never run that fast. Fucking libtards doing th- talking about things that won't happen. You're like, oh my lord. Do you work for Disney? Because your imagination, it flies. Um. <sighs> Yeah, he was bowled over by the fact that someone in Texas is literally posting pictures of Turbo Shandy, and and just the, just to set that against the fact that he's had a massive promotion, it's huge for him. He's getting emails from people, all his friends in the navy, and he honestly wanted to talk about it for about two minutes and then go, "Fuck me, I'm so proud. The podcast is doing great work, specifically spreading Turbo Shandy joy around the world." Because he was at uni with me. When 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 the hooch was on tap, I remember the fucking bar in the student union, and that's where it started. That's where it all began. I haven't had another alcoholic drink nearly all fucking shut down. Can't think of another boozy drink. Just keep going. What into did you the... think about lies? You, you said you had some, but you didn't really offer an opinion on it. Yeah, for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's just not got enough of a kick. That sounds so alcoholic. No, I know what you mean. Like I, I still prefer Peroni, but. If you have two Peronis, you're on your way. I can have 11 Bud Lights and drive, so that's what <laughs> I, I, I'm all about the, the a combination of, like, the feeling and the tech. Like, if it, you know, like, because obviously a glass of Ribena with ice tastes lovely. It's not all about the taste. I do want to be pissed as well. And, like, we've talked about, like, Carlsberg Specky Brew and fucking drink just down in vodka. That will get you pissed. There is a beautiful midpoint, isn't there, where you're like, that tastes good and gets me the level of hammered that I want to be. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I just say, David Rowe, we got a lot of response from me talking about addiction, but then Adam talking about his mum and and when she died and how she died. And f- I'm sure you've got some emails. Yesterday's episode, which was, what number was yesterday? 53 or 52. Something like that. 1,798. 
Yeah, I think it's about that. Friday's episode, essentially. D- David Rowe sent us an email this morning and just was like, guys, I, I know it sounds weird, but I, I feel actually quite proud of you because I've listened to so much of this podcast and everything that Dan was talking about addiction and Adam talking about his mum. And I started the day uh, nearly welling up in my bed. So <laughs> I just wasn't yeah. expecting it. I'm, I just expect like, I don't know what you're expecting in the morning. Like something happened in the NFL. I wonder if there's any money in my bank account. And then some guy I've never met going, guys, I'm, I feel really proud of you. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we had a few, well, we've had quite a few, to be honest, tweets, messages, emails about yesterday's episode. And I imagine there's still people catching up. He'll do the same. And I said to you off the recording yesterday, I think we're going to get a bit of a response from that. Cause it's, it's a bit of a gear change from our usual stuff and it was I didn't know you were going to tell the story mate I didn't know you were going to tell I thought you were just like I thought we were loosely just talking about addiction and whatnot and afterwards I was thinking about like actually I do have instances of people in my life and addiction and stuff but in that moment I was like yeah the, the unspoken thing is like that that sort of like addiction that you deal with that you know could be dangerous but you try and get on top of i really didn't know you were willing to talk about your mum as candidly as you did like i think it was I always pretty do, amazing thought, when i read a few, few of the emails and messages we've had and i'm sorry if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode yet and you've skipped straight to the drink and one and whatever i, well, what I, I would doing? advise you to go back and listen to yesterday's episode because i think it was one of our best ones um but yeah i was I, i've read a few of those emails and people saying oh i can't believe you, you weren't sort of choking up and uh that you got through it so easily it's quite weird i have sort of like a disassociative state with stories like that now it's almost like i'm retelling a story that happened to someone else and this sounds so fucking wanky but i feel like i'm not the person that happened to do you know what i mean yeah like, I, I, I absolutely like telling, do i feel like i'm telling me best mate's story about his mum who was a drunk and what she went through, I, I it's coping. It's coping. Sometimes I, I I have days where I'm consciously thinking of my mum a lot, and I'll always tell Jade about that. I'm thinking about my mum quite a lot today, and that's when I get quite emotional about it. But telling the stories, I don't really see it as a an upsetting thing. I see it as something that happened, and her life's come to an end now. So yeah, but it's not that's I'm trauma, isn't it? That's trauma. Concept. That's how you deal yeah. with your fucking child who's dealt with trauma. And you've gone on to be one of the fucking best acts in the in 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 comedy in the UK. You only do you only get to that point if you've got a coping mechanism for trauma. Like I mm. I, I know exactly what you mean. If I think of my mum and the relationship I'd have now, she would be sixty seven. Well, when did when did we lose her? Fucking twenty two years ago. So no, so I've on she died when she was forty five. And she died when I was a child and I've never known her as an adult. So I was talking to my sister about this because I actually mentioned the podcast yesterday to my sister. She is very, very supportive, but she, <laughs> she gets a bit like, oh, swearing. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> like she's a bit of a, she's totally down, but she can be a little bit of like, oh, oh, that word. Uh, Katie, Katie Nightingale. Katie, and- just if you listen now, I want to say, Contwatic Funk. <laughs> and if you got it on while you're hoovering, and my niece and nephew are in there, <laughs> that's got me in trouble. And uh, she was like, she was talking about the, she was, because we had a friend at college whose mum drank herself to death, weirdly. She, uh, she died when uh, Claire was 16. And uh, she was like, yeah, the, the difference is, and the reason it's not an easy difference is because 
like something like cancer is just it's something you get and you it, it, yeah, it happens doesn't it and alcoholism is a whole layer of other sort of emotion and fucking feeling and everything but I could tell the story now of mum's illness and be like yep that happened yep that was yep objectively speaking fucking awful I wouldn't get cut up about it but if I start thinking about oh I've got a dad now. I've got I'm a dad now and I've got a daughter and what would that be like watching my 67 year old mum interact with her granddaughter and then I go then I go <laughs> and I can't think about that for very long that yeah. weirdly gets me because it's what happened is trauma that's to, that imagining is to me very sad that and that's I, I try not to dwell on that there's literally not a lot of point in doing that because you get into that headspace of like oh how unfair and well everything's fucking life's unfair yeah it? The, the one of the times i get a bit sort of choky about me mum is when i think about jade and the fact she never, never met, met her because yeah. I, I i i met jade three years after my mum died and despite the fact that my mum was a raging alcoholic, as we discussed yesterday, and Jade doesn't drink, they're so fucking similar in yeah. so many ways. And they'd have got on like a house on fire and it would have made my life harder because every time me and Jade had an argument, my mum would have backed her up and I can fucking guarantee that 100%. And also um, mums mums and dads and everything, they just want some someone that's good, don't they? They want someone... What do you want for... Like, if I imagine what Etta's going to be like when she's... 20 or 25 the person that she meets I don't know you can't ever have an idea of what that is you just want someone who is a good influence in their life is like making their existence better so it doesn't matter about the booze or like your mum would have been like oh yeah yeah Jade's good for Adam bang that's it innit I've um I've got a bit of news for you you're gay so <sighs> I knew it oh oh, oh sorry, mate sorry. it's better than that it's better than that <laughs> Remember the game show, the the Price is Right, that was on the telly? Yeah. Well, they're bringing that back, and wow. I've just been confirmed as the new host of the Price is Right. What do you mean? The Price is Right, the Bruce Forsyth show. What? That's coming back, and on, I'm going to be the new channel? host of it. On Have A Word, the podcast, oh! we are changing the prices right to the penis sizes right. Oh, it's <laughs> we were talking about dead mothers 38 seconds ago when Anna went, fuck this, lids, we've had enough of this shit. Woo! Time for some bands. It's time for some bands with Adam and Lid. So if anyone who hasn't listened to last week's lockdown lock-in is listening, last week I invented a penis-sized themed game show called Who Wants to Be a Willionaire? And <laughs> it's Dan never sat well with me, that name, you know. Will- <laughs> you know why? Because I always think of Will Duggan. As for some reason, I just think of our mate Will Duggan. Like, who wants to be a willionaire? And then I think of dicks and Will Duggan. So uh, this week I've... A very similar theme. We're going with average dick sizes of the countries of the world. But to the theme of The Price is Right. So the game is called The Penis Size is Right. The Penis Size is Right. So here's how it's going to work. You're obsessed with dick size around countries now. This is like your whole thing. Oh, mate. But it's fucking fascinating, isn't it? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you at the start, I'm going to give you a country. The country is going to be China. And they have got, on average, 4.3 inches of dick. 
Then I'll give you another country. Are they not red? Are China not red? Yeah, they are red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. Yeah. As red as their fucking flag, kids. Oh, and then Uh, you give me a country. Oh, yes. And you've got to guess whether it's higher or lower. Oh, Adam. Yeah, I tell you what, I was a little worried that you were you were flogging a dead horse with this one, but you've done changed the motherfucking game, son. Then, Ooh, la, la, la. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven higher all hours, right? And for the first one, you'll win 50p. The second one, you win a pound. Oh, fucking... Then two, you owe then me a tenner. Eight. We all know you owe me a tenner. Go on. Then five, then seven, then ten. However far you get when you lose, that's what you've won. And then you'll have to have a chance to go double or nothing in the dick case dick down where I'm going to tell you <laughs> the names of six countries and I want you to guess their total average dick size and you can be up to one inch shorter but not one millimeter over <laughs> what is going on it's the price is right with Adam Rosyth which <laughs> Rosyth is he was he TV presented when he was 86? I think he was 186. It's unbelievable. They can't be boozers, these fuckers. You know, like Ronnie Colbert, who's still doing TV shows at 79. You're like, you can't be a boozer. <laughs> My family are coming. Fuck off, I'm playing dick games. <laughs> so, Dan Nightingale. China, on average... Every man in China, on average, has an average penis of 4.3 inches. Well, no fact. Do you think Jamaica is higher or lower? Uh, I think you've uh, I think you've bowled me an underarm here to start here, Bruce. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say Jamaica is higher than China. Woo! They've got bigger dicks. Ooh, there we go. Jamaica is higher with a whopping 6.4 inches. You've won 50 pence. The old bunting. Go on. Yes. Next up, we have Ireland. Do you think Ireland are higher or lower than Jamaica? Oh, the, no, Jesus, no. Celtic Isle. I got some good friends in the fucking Emerald Isle now. You look at me, boy, and you don't Emerald fuck Isle, this up. You don't fuck this up for me, lad. I'm afraid, my brothers, you know, historically, the English have, have been fucking tyrants to the Irish and obviously Adam's from that fucking heritage and I am as Anglo-Saxon as they come so that's partly more on me there's a lot of guilt on this side of the Irish Sea or at least we let you call it the Irish Sea so that is a little bit of concession isn't it could have been the Welsh shit never mind answer the fucking question but they, I'm going to add to it I'm going to add to it since what the year 1230 fucking 800 years of oppression I'm going to add to it by saying you've got smaller dicks than Jamaica I'm going lower so you're going to gamble your 50 pence and you're going to say that Ireland has a smaller dick on average than Jamaica. Of course, we're that? not saying with this that the biggest dick in Ireland is not bigger than the biggest dick in Jamaica. Oh, we're talking wouldn't you love to see? Wouldn't you love to see if it was like weirdly it just existed all the pictures of the biggest dicks of the one per Like, you know, like the heavyweight dick champion of the British heavyweight dick champion, the Jamaican heavyweight dick champion I honestly I'm sorry boys oh Jesus I don't think you're gonna beat the fucking lads from the other <laughs> island you know the lads from the island over there where they load the fucking cricket you know and the fucking bifters 
Ireland do have smaller dicks on average than sorry, Jamaica. Sorry, guys. I'm so He's sorry. He's won a pound. I'm really, really sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Coming up next, we've got Ireland at five inches, by the way, just to give you information. As we go along, Ireland have exactly, on average, 5.0 inches. I'm with you, Dale, brother. I'm with you, Dale. Do you think Vietnam are higher or lower? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Vietnam. Oh, I'm in the Shaka, shaka, tantala. Not Scammersdale, Vietnam. Oh. <laughs> oh. got to be... Smaller. You going smaller? Yeah, the Viet Wang. The Viet Wang. <laughs> the Viet Wang. Yeah, they're smaller. No, hang on. Yeah, 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 they're smaller. They're smaller. We have now locked that answer in, and you're right, you've won two pounds! Woo! Well done there, boys. Fucking Johnny Lynn, all the lads over there, you know, Steve Staunton. <laughs> I just, I just, like, I just went in my head and tried to pull out an Irishman's name, and Steve Staunton came out. Oh, I'll never, I'll never forget that World Cup '94, where every English person, because the the World Cup was on, and England had Graham Taylor had fucking hoofed it into the wall. And we weren't in the competition. We all pretended to be Irish for the whole competition. And my mum just knew shit all about football and it was like Steve Staunton I'm almost sure was playing the Adidas Jack Charlton Irish team that were fucking quality and at one point she was getting so into it she went oh hoof it up keep possession like that quickly and me and my dad just looked at her and went shut up Norma what was that hoof it up keep possession be quiet Call nasty bitch Call him a nightingale. She's she mild but proper um, coconutty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yep, the alcohol's just kicked in. I've done my British Asian voice. It's time for our word with Adam and Don. What are you even talking about? Oh, Adam. Uh, next yeah. section. Fuck me blind. Have I got a story to tell you? I've had it WhatsApp to me. By by one of my very few Muslim friends, and that's no. I'd love more Muslim friends. I just don't have any. <laughs> I uh, love how you add caveats to anything uh, remotely not completely white. I've had it. Uh, WhatsApp sent to me by one of my few Muslim friends. Not that I'm saying I don't like Muslims. It's just I'm not selective about Muslims. It's just you know they're selective about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they have listened to the podcast and they're not keen, bro. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, I fucking Volvo S80, but. I have oh. got a corker. Put a sticker pin in that one. Ooh. <laughs> so, Viet, at the minute, you've won two quid, Dan Nightingale. Yeah, where are we? Vietnam. In the bank. You're in Vietnam. Who have got half an inch smaller than Ireland, 4.5. Oh, thanks for the stats. 4.5 inches it's on gonna average. It's going to get harder now, and it's going to get harder. These dicks <laughs> are intended. about to get a little bit harder. A lot of fun here, guys. A lot of fun. Just happy to be playing. For three pounds. Oh, three pound dick. How much Higher do you think your dick weighs? Vietnam. Do you think your dick weighs three pounds? No, it's not. That's two. Go on, no. I think you'd have to be beyond green to How be much? a three pound dick. How much does your dick weigh? A pound? Well, no, because a pound is like a kilogram of sugar in it. That's a pound of sugar. No, it's fucking not. 
a, a kilogram is about two and a half pounds, I think. 2.4 pounds is a kilogram. I'm just Googling one kilogram in pounds. Yeah. Yeah, 2.2. All right, yeah. So a bag of sugar. You think your dick's half a bag of sugar? No. I don't believe you. I think your dick weighs as much as the sugar I put in me tea. <laughs> Fucking candarel, mate. <laughs> Stevia dick over there, mate. So Vietnam, 4.5 yeah. inches. Yeah. Where are we going? Lower, Where are we going? Pakistan. <gasps> Bro. Why even bringing it back to that? That's really fucking offensive, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? I got a lot like, of respect for the Muslim community, you know, Rinchi Sunsak, you know, a fucking chancellor. I like Pakistan. what? Pakistan. Okay, good. I just thought I'm you... a bit pissed to be honest with you. Right, cool, cool, cool. Um Forsyth was ever pissed when he played this game. Not that it was this game. No, I don't <laughs> think he was because he lived to be 122 and he was presenting four years before his death. So, no. Yeah, but for a long time he looked like a bollock, didn't he? Like, he looked like a bollock. He, honestly, at 79, looked better than I do at 39. So, I don't think he was finishing fucking Strictly Come Dancing and being like, Tess, line a, t- line a coke off your tits. I think he was healthy living. Um, Can't remember what we're talking about. Pakistan... Now, higher or lower than Vietnam I know we've got um, we've got listeners who are you know Asian heritage Pakistani heritage let me extend an olive branch and I'll say bigger I'm going to go bigger I think Pakistan are bigger than the Nam oh no do I oh hang on do I oh fuck me four point remember where, where, where's the smallest stick in the world not remember Korea North Korea so who are they more similar to Vietnam or Pakistan right so I was right yeah I'm going Pakistan yeah I'm going Pakistan I'm not going to question bigger. myself higher bigger more, more bigger Islamabad correct yes and you have won three fucking quid oh Jesus put it on the tip you got three quid you're doing quite well Dan just jog on oh, I hate all the money shit you spend oh, fucking spend it on your ma <laughs> <laughs> do you know what after <laughs> after how uh, how brutally honest the last couple of like episodes have been there's been moments where I'm like Jesus Christ like if the podcast ended today me and Adam aren't gonna be like alright see you soon we're like like and then you just go and fucking ruin it by like, yeah, I'd spend three quid on your ma. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with your last two fifty? <laughs> <laughs> what would you? What would you do with the change? <laughs> <laughs> your ma owes my dog dog fuck money. <laughs> oh god. All so right. Pakistan. All right, yeah, Pakistan. Let's get it. Let's, oh, you get back to the serious fucking work at hand. This is how I make my living. You can't shout at me, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Pakistan, on average, has a 4.8 inch dick. But are Australia higher or lower? Oh, Oh, shit. Now we're in the fucking testy times, aren't we? 4.8 in Pakistan, on average. I've never seen any Australian pornography. I tried to reference that in my mental mind with pornography. 
I know, admittedly, not seen a lot of Pakistani porn. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever seen Australian porn. Oh, fucking. Come over here, boy. <laughs> oh, he likes you. Oh, fucking <laughs> likes you. Oh, you fucking dirty. Have you been the beach? You got sand everywhere. <laughs> Australia. Now, you got to consider. It's us, here. isn't it? It's us. I'm sorry, Australia. You're just a fucking cousin that wandered off. It's us, and it's also Aborigines as well. They will have been taken into account, I imagine. I very much doubt they fucking would have, you know? Because they're a massively depleted population, and I don't think they've had the dicks inspected. Have you been eating vegetables? <laughs> no, I just remember asking my uh, mate Ro Campbell once about uh, the racism towards Aborigines. We were drinking like fucking, we were hammered in New Zealand. And I was talking about the Aborigines, and he. You him once, didn't you? Yeah, he did, and I absolutely served him. And um, he told me some stuff about Aborigines. He's like, he, he used to be mates with someone from the Aborigine community. He was very serious. You know, when you're boozing with someone, and then it just takes. And Ro is an Australian comedian, very, very funny guy. He's rubbed some people up the wrong way in comedy, but I think he's a very fucking good comic, and I've always liked him. And it was one of those where I didn't realise I'd pressed one of his buttons. And I was like, <laughs> I, we were just talking. He can talk about also, all the, I can talk to Ro like me and Adam talk. But for some reason, because he'd seen the racism towards someone from the Aboriginal community that he'd known from where he was from, he had no humour about the subject. And I ended up in a 20-minute bollocking accidentally in a bar in New Zealand. I was like, I don't know how I got here, but I am not the white guys who've ever bullied Aborigines because I have never been to Australia and there's none in Preston. Um, Australia. I want... Are they bigger or smaller than the 4.8-inch average of Pakistan? Oh, fuck me. It's got to be bigger. It's got to be bigger I want it to be bigger I'm going bigger go on Australia if you get this right you've won a fiver take that fucking fiver and put it to the 15 quid and you have got it right Dan Nightingale you are now the proud owner of five pounds Australia on average is 5.2 inches almost a full half inch bigger than those of Pakistan now here's where it gets interesting there's only two to go only two to go. I feel I've done well. Even if I even if I lose at this point, I feel like I'm quarter I'm a quarter finalist, aren't I? I feel like if your family listens to this, they'll be proud of you. Oh. Totally. Oh <laughs> Do you know my granddad has said several times now, how do I listen to this internet radio show you do? And I'm like, listen, it I don't want to I don't if the Rona finishes him off, that's one thing. I don't want him listening to this podcast. Right? <laughs> What's a turbo nonce? <laughs> he goes, oh, it's my heritage, my bloodline. My bloodline's in our bed. Go on. <laughs> France. Higher or lower than Australia? France. <sighs> For some reason, I want it to be lower. I want it to be lower because it would, uh, how do you say, satisfy some weird uh, Western European racism within myself that... Uh, has been passed down from, uh, you know, the Hundred Years' War. Um, 
I'd love Give the... me some information on this. Oh, that's so, I'd Australia, love... 5.2 inches. Do you reckon they've got stinky dicks, the French? Yeah. I reckon they smell like frogs and cheese. Oh, no. No, that's too far. Just a bit, little <laughs> bit sweaty. Like, this is the smell of my, my balls. My balls. <laughs> Why, uh, no, oh, no woman should flinch. You know? That's the smell of a ma. French cheese is uh, <laughs> aged beautifully. Strong. I'm going to give you some information on this one. So Australia, as we've established, I've got a 5.2 average. Pretty decent, isn't it? It's pretty decent. The nearest countries to France yeah. are the United Kingdom, which yeah. is bigger than Australia. Right. Spain, which is bigger than Australia. Fuck off. Portugal, which is exactly the same as Australia. Yeah. And Belgium, which is bigger than Australia. Right. I'm going to go smaller just to piss you off because I'm sick of being fucking babied. All right, bigger. I've got the French baguette in my pants. Oh, Jean-Francois. It's bigger. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Did you do do French at school? No, we did Spanish, but only as far as year nine. You did Spanish, you fucking commie. Did you do Spanish? Yeah. God, I thought you just well, did French in and German school, at school. One year did Spanish, the next year did French, one year did Spanish, next year did French, and it went like that. Did they make you learn a language of the nationality you most look like? <laughs> Are you saying I look Spanish? <laughs> no, because I think you'd have been doing GCC Arabic. It's time to with Hadam and Khan. Scouts and Arabic have a lot in common, don't they? They have that. Scousers, Arabs, and the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Scouser say Javi Alonso sounds like a call to prayer. Javi Alonso. <laughs> Javi Alonso. He was fucking good, wasn't he? Mate, I know we don't talk about football, but I've had a beer. He could ping a pass. Do you know Tom Huddleston is not in the same league? But Tom Huddleston could ping a pass. Just be in the middle Shut of up. being in the middle of the park and be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to put." Up. I'm not. Sa- I just said, "Oi, Red Ken." I just you said them in they're the not same in this. Oh, for fuck's sake! You fucking weird prick, Javi Alonso. Alonso. He's going to be a great Huddleston. manager, isn't he? All right, listen. All right, I, I know you can't see any humour, but there will be some football fans going. I'll literally see what that means. Do you remember the goal he scored against Luton, Javi Alonso? When he was just at the halfway yeah. line, it was the FA Cup game. <laughs> Luton's ground is such a piece of shit. And I say that as a Watford fan. And Xavi Alonso was like, oh, look, he's slightly off his line. Ping. And it was just like he was fucking around. It looked like he Don't was on... to Shay Given at Newcastle as well. He scored from the halfway line against Newcastle, as well as Luton. Random point out of nowhere. I reckon Shay Given's sound. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Why? I don't know. Do you not reckon Shay Given's dead sound? I bet he's sound. I've never thought about it, so I haven't really got an opinion. Sound footballers. I know you hate El Hajjuf of Senegalese fucking two minutes of Liverpool, four minutes of racism at Blackburn fame. Sound footballers. Kevin Kilban. Reckon he's sound. Is it just Irish people? I think I like the Irish. I still feel gilly. 800 years of hurt. What do you reckon I'm about Steed Malbronk, the former Fulham winger? <laughs> Steed Malbronk. But I tell you, I, I'm I'm not 100%, but I bet Jean Tigana, the manager, f- can fuck. 
What are we doing? Jean de Ganner knows how to bang. But Jean, your penis is so, so smelly. Shut up, woman. That's, that's how we like it. At least, at least it's bigger than a fucking Australian's. <laughs> this is our job. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Sorry. average, France has a 5.7 inch penis. Do you know you the have fact- neighbours? When you shout that loud with those headphones on, there is a that you are. Uh, you no one can see that. You're a good half a meter away from that, and you've got really good studio earphones on. I reckon. Your neighbours just heard you go, France, that's a 5.7. that bitch I live next to anyway, so I apologise for the way she spoke to me the other day, so where kids can learn about the average difference of destinations. Upset me, nasty bitch. Good on you, mate. France, on average, has a 5.7-inch penis, oh, a full f- half-inch above Australia. Oh, they fucking say they have. They fucking say they have. Well, of course, <laughs> we have a big penis. You think there's corruption? No, I just you know. uh, excuse me, Mr. Frenchman. Yes, I would love to do your question. Uh, no, go on. That was them saying. Final no. question in this round before we go to the dick case dick down. Right, okay, I can't wait for the dick case dick down. Higher or lower than France? Greece. And I'll tell you, it's lower. Just to drive you mad. No, 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 no. There's there no- is. No point one inches difference between France and Greece. It's a very small difference. So Greece is either five point six or five point eight. This is for ten pounds. Am I allowed to phone a friend? I'd fucking love you to phone a friend. I'm going to ring Commander Matt Reese. Please do, because he's. He's he's travelled the world as a as a commander. And this that, is phenomenal. I know. My brother. Hey mate, you're on the uh, Have a Word podcast. Hello, Matt. This oh, right. is Adam okay. Rowe. Can you That's hear me, a Matt? Bit, um, surprising. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm in a really uh, tricky position here. Um, you're we're playing. What we're we playing? It's a dick based length game, and I know you're the there. Penis with, size is right. Yeah, the penis size is right. And uh, by the way, am I allowed to tell everyone you've been promoted to commander? As <laughs> so long as you've only referred to me as the commander and not by my name. Right, yeah. Fine. All right. Well, the commander's doing really well. Um, right, I'm in a tricky one spot here. Now, I know this is pertinent to you because you're married to a French woman, so I know what you want this answer to be. Okay. Who has a bigger dick size, the French or the Greek? Is that right, Adam? Am I getting that right? Am I... Yeah, yeah. That, that's a question. And I can hear the lads kicking off in the back like, Daddy, what the are you French, doing? Talking to my the moron. French or, the French or the Greek? Who has the bigger dick? Yeah. Matt, can you hear me? Are we talking length? Uh, can you hear Adam, Matt? No, I can't, I can't hear Adam. I can only hear you. All right, so... Okay, so tell him that France talking, on average has a 5.6... Or or like, just length, like, just length, Matt. Length. Just length. So France on average is 5.7 and oh. Greece is either 5.6 or 5.8. I'm going to go French. Like, I, I know I shouldn't. You, I think, I shouldn't. you think the French I, I have bigger dicks? Than the Greeks, yeah. I, my, my natural instinct was to go slightly smaller. Matthew, you've been an absolute belter. Commander... <laughs> Commander... Sorry, Commander Steve. Shit, sorry. That's fine. You're, you're doing fine. 
Could you imagine if you didn't get promoted? Because I fucking never mind. I right, love you. See ya. Peace out. Bye. See you. Bye. So you're gonna go with his answer? You're gonna say that Greece is smaller than France? <laughs> Honestly, it was my natural instinct, and now I've had it confirmed. Because uh, and essentially from that, I think his wife might have a big vagina. <laughs> Oh. You are wrong! Oh, fuck it. I feel like ringing the prick back. Come on, my <laughs> dick. Ah, you tried to trick you with this one and you fell for it. I thought you were going to go, oh, well, those all those Greek statues have always got tiny penises, so they'll be small. Greece has a 5.8-inch dick on average. However, Dan Nightingale, you did get as far as £7 in that round of the game. That £7 is now going to carry into the next round and you will either win zero or 14 pounds in the dick case dick down just happy to be playing you're getting better at your branding as well dick case dick down where's that come from clever it's the showcase showdown isn't it so I'm going to read you the names of six countries and I want you to tell me what you think their total average dick length is. So add all six together. Right, I've got a That's the number I've got in front of me. You can be up to one inch smaller and you'll win. Right. But you can't be right. any over. Okay, everyone, everyone is listening. Get a pen and a piece of paper. Do it with me. <laughs> Fucking, why do I feel... I always feel anxious at this... You always make me... I don't know why it's important. Why is this stupid game important? It's so important. <laughs> 14 quid on the line here, Dan. So, session. here are your six countries. Right. Iceland. Yeah. Haiti. Ethiopia. Zimbabwe. Hang on, hang on, slow it down. Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Haiti. Yeah. Ethiopia. I've heard of it. Zimbabwe. Yeah. Ukraine. Romania. Am I the only person that thinks dicks are smaller where it's cold? As soon as you said Ukraine, you Romania, I was people like, have themselves well, a bit of a shake, though. Well, chilly there in the winter, isn't it? But Asia's bare hot, and they've got the littlest dicks in the world. That's a good point. You need to talk us through your thinking process, otherwise it's just a silent podcast. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. I've got it. All right, just fucking help me out. I'm taking this seriously. Just having a little think about Romania. Now, I don't know if you've done this on purpose, but I feel like you've really. You've not given me any of the classics. I think you've purposefully started naming countries that we've not dick coloured. Yep. Right. Iceland. I think they're I think they're in around five. I just have a five-ish feeling. Haiti is not far from Panama and those boys are big. I'm giving them a six point four-ish. Right? Ethiopia. I think I tried last week to claim Ethiopia had small dicks and you're like oh actually they're not that small Ethiopia were not on last week's quiz no 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 but they have been mentioned no no Egypt were Egypt that's a different African country Ethiopia they're hungry aren't they you know they've had the famines 
Have they eaten their own dicks? Does that affect their like? Do they know it's Christmas dick feed the world? What size are their Christmas dicks? I think Ethiopia or African. I mean, I don't think I know, but I think I just don't know how the how much nourishment they've got to the dicks. Uh, I'm going to go five point three. Zimbabwe, mate, they are they're. They're blessed. They have a structure. They're hung low. If they pull their shit out, every white man loses Whole a room farm. get dark. Ukraine. I mean, I even if they had big dicks, I think Russians would steal the dicks off them. I just don't think they're going to be allowed. I think they'd get dick poisoned. Uh, what, what 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 guess did you have at Zimbabwe? What was the six, actual number? Six point two. Six point two. Okay. And Ukraine. Ukraine. In the Caucasus. Oh, oh, what were we? What were we? What are we? UK. Yeah, five point five. Oh fuck, five point four for Ukraine. Take take point of an inch off because it's cold. Romania. Literally don't know much of Ceausescu, orphans, Dan Petrescu. They all died the hair blonde at Euro two thousand and two. Why am I rhyming everything with ooh? They've got a, quite a large population of Jew. This is phenomenal watching you, by the way, because I'm drunk. People are gonna I'm drunk now. I can feel it. I can feel it. A little bit drunk, but also you're taking this so seriously, and I fucking love it. What am I gonna do? I'd be like, it's not important. It is important. It's the okay. best. Thing. It's the best thing in my life. Romania. So, I reckon Romania is slightly slower. Four point eight for Romania. Fuck them. Right. So you're going four point eight for Romania, plus five point four for Ukraine. Right, this is what I'm doing. Iceland five, Haiti six point four. Slow down because I've got to calculate it up. So I've I'm got a fucking brain, mate. Five, six point four, eleven point four. Ethiopia five point three. That's sixteen point seven. Zimbabwe is six point two. That's twenty two point nine. Ukraine at five point four. That's twenty eight point three. Am I right? Yep. And Romania. Five point eight. That's thirty-four point one. Am I? Am I right? Five point eight for Romania. Yeah, five point eight. So thirty-four. So thirty-four point one. Is that the total? That's what you've got as your total right now. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not. That's not my answer. I think I've been too generous. I think I've been too generous because I want everyone's dick to be bigger. I want to feel the Make it a better place for you and for me and the entire Mandic race. There are small Can I just dicks check? crying. Did you say 4.8 or 5.8 for Romania? 5.8. 5.8. Oh! Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I've misread my own fucking gibberish. I did mean 4.8. So does that make it 33.1? That does, yeah. Quite impressed with my fucking Rachel level countdown math, sir. So at the minute, I felt pressure there because you're good at math. So I was like, "Don't fuck this up, Dan. Come on, kid." Right. If this total is anywhere from thirty-three point one to thirty-four point one, you would win. If you lock this in as your final answer, if it's anything other than that, you would lose. Let's go over them. Iceland, it's a fair five. It's fucking cold in Iceland, though. Right, I'm taking two point two off for Iceland. 
minus 0.2. Haiti, 6.4. Them boys are big. I'm keeping that. Ethiopia, don't know. Zimbabwe, I don't know why Zimbabwe would be so much bigger than Ethiopia. I think they're better fed farms that they've had. Ukraine, 5.4. Romania, 33.1. I'm going to take it down, uh, Bruce. I'm going to take it down to 32.9. I'm taking 0.2 off Iceland because it's fucking freezing up there in Reykjavik. Northern Lights, small dick sites. 32.9 is my final answer. Dan Nightingale. You're a winner! I cannot believe that you've got that right. And you nearly, nearly got it wrong. The point two. Is it the point two? No, you had it right anyway. But if you'd have took another point two off, you'd have lost. So the correct answer is 33.8, right? You ended up with 32.9. (laughs) mate I I tell you say what you want about me I know my international dick (laughs) I tell you as well you got one of them bang on which was Ethiopia at (laughs) 5.3 and you got so many of these so close I can't believe it. So what did you say for Iceland? You you took it down to what? 4.8? I called it 5, but I took 0.2 off for it being cold. So 4.8. They're actually 5.7. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot the heritage of Iceland. It's all yeah. fucking Viking dick, isn't it? It is. They didn't let small dick Sven on the fucking Viking longship, did they? Like, we're going raping and pillaging. Uh, can I come, please? <laughs> no, small dick Sven. You're pathetic. Where are you from? Viking. <laughs> what did you say for Haiti? 6.4. 6.3. Oh, not far off. Very, Ethiopia, 5.3. Got bang on. Zimbabwe, 6.2. Uh, 6.1. <sighs> Genius. Ukraine, 5.4. Uh, 5.5. Oh, fuck, I know my dicks. Romania. And what did you say? 4.8? 4, 4.8 in the end. A 4.9. You were so close on Jesus. all of them, apart from Iceland. Do you know, now that, that the how close I am, I'm, I'm unnerved. <laughs> I've gone beyond enjoying this, and I've I've gone to like a little bit unnerved. How do I, I discovered a new talent. How do I not dick that well? We have done... Nearly an hour of a first section there, Adam. <laughs> it's the lock-in. It's, it's the, the fucking lock-in. This was bound to happen. It's going to be a six-hour spectacular. <laughs> Strap yourselves in, and we'll be back after a word from Trans Alloy Wheels. Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked 
product on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dad mobile or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bell end, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have A Word with Adam and Dave. What's happening, white people? If you're thinking, oh, just before the advert, you said about the lockdown lock-ins and I feel I'm going to miss them. I think we... We can't do weeklies because we're doing... If you've sort of missed the announcement, we are changing to a Monday podcast and a Friday podcast with a Patreon exclusive uh, episode on a Wednesday. So if you've signed up to the Patreon at three, five or ten pounds, you will get an exclusive uh, Patreon episode. So we're going to three episodes, basically. We also, we got a Can't message commit to be losing on every, go on. Yeah, we, we got um, a message just on that subject uh, a couple of hours ago from someone who said, Will I be able to listen to the Patreon episodes on Podbean? No, we can't. There's no way for us to do that. You'll have to listen to it on Patreon. There's a Patreon app you can download. You can just go onto your browser, get Patreon up. You'll be able to access the episodes there. But to make it a Patreon exclusive, the only way, the only place we can put it is on Patreon. So for the Patreon listeners, that's where you'll be listening to the exclusive episodes. And if anyone's Wednesday. thinking, well, that's not very accessible, mate, if you've signed up to the Patreon, you are on board. You're a fan. You have to have been because you've signed up to the Patreon. The Patreon is such an easy website to use. You just go to patreon.com slash haveawordpod and you sign up to the tiers. And on there, there's a media player. There's also pictures that I've put up of the studios. There's old episodes that I've put up of like the Hack Radio Pod episode that me and Adam did months and months ago that was basically the start of this that the, the have a word pods become so the media player on that will be great so that's what people are going to listen on uh, I'll also say now um, I can now announce that my stand up special called Club Comic is going to be released publicly on Saturday the 30th of May I will make it I'll it'll be on YouTube and it'll be on YouTube a few days before that I will send a message to every Patreon member two days before that with a private link to watch that special. So on the 28th of May, you'll get two days early access to my brand new stand-up special, Club Comic. You'll be able to see it two days before everyone else does on the 28th of May, which I think will be a Thursday. So um, anyone who signs up to Patreon between now and then, you will get access to that. Fucking hell. But yeah, when are we going to do a lock-in, lock-in? Yeah. I reckon last Friday of the month, every month. Right. Yeah, we might get pissed more often than that if we're a bit bored. Like, hey, should we have a drink today? They, they, they'd be fun, but we guarantee last Friday of the month, every month until we're back gigging, we'll do a lockdown lock. Hey, day, in it? Hey, day. 
Payday. Right, we're drinking. I've I've had this printed out for a while and I've not got round to saying it and I just want to I just want to do it cuz uh, a guy called Dare Walsh. D A I R E. The lads from Ireland. How are you saying that there? Fucking Adam. Dare. Dare. Dare Walsh. Fucking Dare, Dare Walsh. Walsh. You know Dare Walsh from down near the flats. He's been writing into <laughs> that fucking flat. podcast from Liverpool. The fucking the English lads. Uh Dare Walsh. Uh, Hi, lads. I'm from Ireland, and my mate got me onto the show last week, and I've binged all the episodes over the weekend so far. Absolutely fucking class. Anyway, here's my story. The first time I ever got drunk was when I was 27. I mean, there's so much that goes against every stereotype I've heard in British comedy for the last fucking 20 years in that first sentence of the paragraph. (laughs) Because I think Adam will agree, and there's some fucking brilliant Irish comedians knocking about on the UK comedy circuit, but a lot of them are like, oh, Jesus, no. We fucking love a drink. We don't, you know. Irish people, we love a drink. The first time I got drunk was when I was 27, and it was the night before I was to be married to my beautiful wife. Oh, Jesus. Why would you do that? Oh, The oh. night before. Come on. Do you know what I did the night before my wedding? I got Matt Reese, Bondi, Sean, my best man, and we went and had a Nando's, and then they all watched films and took the piss out of me as I quickly typed up the last of my speech. It was not a drinking session. What the? You know, f- adult, why I've would you do that to yourself? I've only been to two weddings so far. What? Yeah, I've only been. Ah, to two you're weddings. 28 though. You're only just ticking into the zone, mate. Yeah. You're honestly, you in about two or three years, you'll go. Oh fuck, another. It gets like that. Yeah. It gets. I, I bet I was the same in 28. Like, well, I've been to a couple, and then it just starts rolling. First wedding I went to was uh, Paul Blair, owner, founder, legend of Hot Water Comedy Club, um, and I was a groomsman. And the second wedding I went to was Paul Smith, compere, comedian, and legend of Hot Water Comedy Club, and I was his co-best man with Paul Blair. <laughs> keep it close, keep it tight. Good fun. Yeah. Did you have to do a speech? Do you know what I did? So... Obviously, a Paul Blazer and there was 12 groomsmen, so it was just his best man that did a speech. But a Paul Smith's wedding, me and Paul Blair were both best men. And because I was the comedian, I didn't want to be seen as try hard and trying to be funny. So Paul Blair did a funny story, a funny speech, and I did like a heartfelt nice one. You know, that sounds so counterintuitive almost. If you're listening to that, go, but Adam, you're dead funny. It is not easy being a comedian uh, when you're meant to be doing a speech at a wedding because everyone goes, oh, well, you're bound to be funny because you're a comedian. And their whole, like, their sympathy, and it changes. Like, if it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's Darren who's been his mate since school. He's dead nervous. The whole room's like, bless Darren, he's such a lovely lad. And he's like, oh, you, oh remember when we got drunk and fell over? And everyone's like, oh, Darren, you know him. As soon as they're like, he's a professional comedian, so this better be good. Go on then. <laughs> What's that? Exactly. Don't get exactly. that. Do you know who I feel sorry for? Carl, my best mate. When I get married, whether it's to that thing in the next room or something else... <laughs> 
What the world needs now <laughs> is love, sweet love. Not just for you, um, Jay, but forever. Carl will be my best man. And I've always, since I was a little girl, pictured a big wedding. There'll be a lot of comedians at my wedding, and Carl's going to have to do a best man speech to a room full of my family and a chunk of professional comedians. Yeah. And you know what? Most of them will be really nice about it because, A, Carl's likeable, but also he's a civilian. And everyone's like, yeah, he's a fucking civilian. It's not going to do what he can do. Flip it around. You doing a speech at Carl's wedding, different fucking vibe. It's <laughs> so hard. And everyone's like, well, you know how to do comedy, don't you? No, what I, need, what I know how to do is have an idea that might be funny. And then one out of four ideas is funny. Three out of the four ideas, the first time I say them, sound like fucking idiotic gobbledygook, and I never say them again. A wedding speech is a whole load of new material to a crowd <laughs> who aren't there for comedy. Fuck me. It's like doing new material at not I a comedy club. I might my best man speech to a new material night. <laughs> Guys, I know so you don't know him, but his name's Carl. He's always messing up. One time he was sick on his grandma. <laughs> when Matt got married to his French uh, missus, I was doing a best man speech. Uh, Kynan, the other best man, two best men. Kynan, um, he did some bands, and some of it was fine, and some of it was like you could almost. You could almost see the change in the font from what he'd copied and pasted off the internet. And it, it, some of it was okay. And then he went, do you know what? It's not really my job uh, to be a comedian because... And then he pointed all the way down the top table and because Dan's about to do his best man speech and he's a professional comedian. And the whole room <laughs> went... Now, uh, Matt has married a beautiful French girl called Marion, who's now his wife, and they're very happy. They're wonderful people. And she'd brought along, unsurprisingly, quite a lot of French family from Marseille. And I saw what was coming with these... Five and a half inch dicks. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Matt, uh, even the women, Matt had, is, is a French speaker, so he did half of his speech in English and half of his speak in, speech in French, which I don't give a shit if it's your best mate. It's impressive. I wanted to hate it, but I was like, yeah, fuck, well played. I'd sort of predicted this, so I had been... In the day, the speeches were quite late on. I'd been boozing with one of Marion's mates, and we'd been getting on really well. Two of her mates, both French. And I said to her, do you know what? I can see a problem coming with this speech. Two-thirds of this fucking room are French, and I'm just going to dick on trying to make a bell end of my mate and just be nice about him and also a few jokes. And it's they're just it's going to die, so I'll, I'll build a bridge and I'll do some, like, French stuff at the start. I was like, if I... Could you be my translator for the first bit? And I'll sort of apologise for not being able to speak French. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was That's like... That's fucking brilliant, I was like, Dan. whatever I say, could you just say in French? So I thought, I'll ad-lib that. It'll be fine. So I walked on and I was like, first of all, I'd like to apologise to all of Marion's family. I don't speak French. And then, what was she called? She was called Marine or something. Uh, and then she translated it. French and then I, Lady. And That's, that was, was her like, name, wasn't it? Uh, French yeah. Lady. Claudette, probably Claudette. And then I was like, it's basically because, you know, at school I was so attractive to the girls, I couldn't concentrate on work because there was women all over me. No one laughed in the English part. And then she she like did it in French and all the French people were like <laughs> this, is, this is funny because she is not attractive. 
<laughs> and I, mate, I tell you what, French audiences, that what they will laugh at, as long as it's in French, is a lower bar than what English people will laugh at. I started riffing pretty well. And also, like, Claudette, not a name, was doing a great job. We went on for about two minutes, and I was ripping. I was like, brilliant. I know when you've run out of shit. I was like, thank you. And now I'll do my speech. I just had a short speech. Didn't write it down. I just had a few points of where Matt's clearly a bellend. I love him to bits, but he is a bellend. And this is why he's a great guy. And the rest of the speech died on its fucking hoop. Because those two thirds of the room who were French were like, this is brilliant. This guy's going to do it for us as well. And when I stopped, it was more annoying to them. They were like... I've never it was the hardest like feeling of dying on your hoop ever Adam has just stuck on a have a word pod sticker on his to a fo- on his forehead and now I think he's the most drunk he's ever been on this podcast <laughs> do you know what's funny about that is when no. you when you got those printed the stickers printed you said to me a girl at one of the shows stuck it on her forehead and you were like and she was like hey aren't I funny and you were like no it's a waste of a fucking sticker and now two months later look who's got a sticker on his own yeah but it's only a waste if I ever take it off alright <laughs> are we halfway through the boy Daryl's fucking story now Oh yeah, I forgot you were reading. First time I got drunk was when I was 27. It was the night before I was to be married to my beautiful wife. Oi, knobheads, everyone, listen. Stag do, three months before the wedding. The mo- then all the stitches can heal. You can get your fucking, you know, the passport back. You can get back to the country. The morning of, I was feeling like death. Obviously, it's his first ever hangover. He's 27. It's hit him like a train. I had followed the advice of all my mates who had experience of this sort of thing. And after all of their remedies failed, they've all just been like, oh, you need to do this. All of our hangover fucking cures. One of them convinced me that the best option was to get drunk again. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen to me now. Yes. Yeah, fucking you, my boy. I'm not going to fuck around with you. No, listen to me now. You need to just get straight on the fucking booze. Do I? Yeah, it's the, it's the only way now. Everything else has failed. I stupidly took his advice. I wasn't that bad during the ceremony, and I got through it quite well. <laughs> it's at the reception when things got messy. <laughs> during my father-in-law's speech... Oh, my God, I've just remembered this story. I grabbed the mic <laughs> and started talking down it. And basically let slip what I intended to do to my wife once we were alone. No! <laughs> if, that, if that wasn't bad enough, I even suggested her sisters come and join in. No, he didn't. I'm very... He's put this. I'm very lucky my beautiful wife saw the funny side, but in six years of marriage, I haven't seen her family since that day. And I cannot imagine I will see them anytime soon. <laughs> that is you fucking bellend. So fucking wonderful. Oh, I, love, I hope that's true. I oh come on. Um, I mean, I just think we've got to suspend all disbelief. I don't see. Do you know? There's some emails we get, and I'm like, I call a little bit of bullshit. Anyway. You know the my proudest moment that Craig sent in the other day where he basically put gay porn on the computer, the check the like the seating computer of a restaurant where they thought it was average. Yeah. So I said on the pod, I hope it's true. 
he literally screenshotted the text message of the member of staff who found it and went, mate. And it's funny because you can see the conversation of like the, the last bit of conversation. And then he's like, fuck me. You've got to call me right now. Something amazing has happened. And he's, I've, he's screenshot just to be like, I'm no, no shit. It's totally true. <laughs> I honestly think the people who email in, we're not like, I'm not saying something can't get through the net, but I think we're quite perceptive of what's bullshit and what's not. And none of, I think that's true because I, I just think if you were making it up, you'd fake it. The first time he got drunk, he was 27. Like, what were you thinking the night before you got married? And when his mate was like, hey, listen, Dare boy, fucking listen to me now. You're in a bad state. What you need to do, fuck the hair of the dog, drink the whole fucking dog. That's how we do it. <laughs> Get a dog, fucking drink the cunt. You need the fucking dog of the dog. That's what you need. You need fuck the hair of the dog. You just need the dog. Fucking double <laughs> double dog. So I got a uh, a WhatsApp about two hours ago from a a guy that I know through comedy. He was like, "Mate, I've got a hangover story, but I am worried to tell it to you because uh, I just feel like it's gonna end badly." And I was like, "Well, dude." we'll just change your name and we'll change all the names. He was like, he went, yes, dickhead. I know that. I'm talking about, I'm worried about, I'm worried about being judged because the person who's messaged me is still a Muslim. So he's not worried about some fuck with finding out. He's worried about God finding out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll change the name. He's like, yeah, but someone will know, you know, the guy that's watching. Someone, he already knows. Yeah, exactly. So, what's the story? Right. Morning glory. So, my boy here, I'm not going to use his name. He was quite a devout Muslim in the uh, late 90s and was actually so devout, he was doing the training to become an imam one day. And uh, (laughs) and one of his very, very close mates was also really, really devout, but a young Muslim lad who was quite confused and ended up going to university and as he left to go to university he was absolutely set on that one day he'd be an imam and he'd be you know committed to the the cause of Islam and when he got to university anyone listening who doesn't know what an imam is an imam an imam like it's like the the end of level boss of Muslims is it an imam it is isn't it yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just do, I don't, I don't want to get any of this wrong because he's told me the story. Like if you I, think of it in Sonic the Hedgehog, he's Dr. Robotnik, isn't he? He's the, he's the oh, boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moskwise, he's absolutely <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> All I can see is yellow fucking rings flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, the young lad, not my mate, has gone off to university and straight away found booze and realised he's got a fucking affinity to the drink there. So he's been going and getting absolutely shit-faced on a weekend and then coming back feeling guilty, like having hangover guilt and basically repenting to Allah and going, oh, no, I am a Muslim. I just... No, no, I know, I know it went big Friday and Saturday, but no, 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 I am a Muslim, I'm definitely, I'm a definitely Muslim, and then he's basically Muslim midweek, and then it gets to Friday, he's like, oh, fuck it, they've got some tunes on me, I'm not, a, I can't be a Muslim in spoons, and this has been going on for quite a while, so they basically lost touch, 
And when they reconnected, he was like, yeah. When like, you say they lost touch, what, him and God? No, no, no. So my friend who sent this story through and the lad, the protagonist in the tale, they've lost touch. And when they reconnected, the lads told him this story. It's like At the height of it, he was basically boozing so fucking hard and then repenting after the weekend and like trying to get back on the straight and narrow, which is basically what all of us do, don't we? We drink hard and then we're like, do you know what? I'm going to wake up, I'm going to change. I'm just going to get over them tomorrow. I might go jogging. Do you know, I might get a rowing machine. But he's been doing the sort of like theological version of it as a, as a young Muslim, like I need to get back with God and I've sinned and that's fine. So he's been fucking drinking in Birmingham this one Saturday night. And absolutely, he's hammered. And he's in a taxi on his way back. And he's gone through a bit of suburban Birmingham. And it's like summertime. It's about 3.34 in the morning. And he's seen some of his Muslim brothers heading into a, a mosque. And in that moment, he's seen them in their like full attire. And he's gone, fuck, you've done it again. But he's still drunk. He's still on the way back from a night out. He's gone, fuck, you've done it again. And... But this time when you repent, you need to do it properly. You need to actually do it in a mosque. Fuck it. And he's gone to the taxi driver, stop the car, st stop the car. I need to get out. He's paid the taxi driver and he's followed the Muslim guys into a mosque. So they've gone in. He's seen where they've gone in. He's gone in and just sort of stumbled in. Now, this is the summertime in Birmingham. Apparently, for devout Muslims, the first prayer of the day, if you're really devout, is early. It's like sunrise. And in the middle of summer, that's fucking early. So he's gone in, they've already started the first prayer and he's just gone in and joined, just joined the back line and started praying. He's got the full way through the first prayer. I, I, I wish I knew how long that was. I'm guessing it's a wee while. He's been doing the prayer, going down, coming back up, doing which in his state of alcoholism has not been that great for him. And as they've ended the first prayer, he stood up and puked all over the fucking carpet of the mosque like absolutely vomed everywhere and they all turned and were like aghast that one of their brothers has started puking in the mosque so badly that the imam has stopped the prayers basically not continued the service and gone whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. fuck he must be and then they were trying to like talk to him because he was still pissed he's trying to explain what's happened and he's like oh fucking I'm just fucking, I'm fucking absolutely fucking hammered. And because they've no concept of why someone would be that pissed in a mosque, they've assumed that he's been talking in tongues and gone, oh Christ, he's, <laughs> he's, possessed, he's possessed by a demon. Now, my mate told me that the name of the demon in Islam is a djinn, right? The imam went, he, he has a djinn in him. It's like a, almost like a supernatural being like a fucking demon. Oh, my way. This is the best story I've ever heard, by the way. I just want to put that out there I now. love, I love that in his drunken state, he's, he's, he's been trying to go, I'm going to fucking waste it. I am a Muslim, right, but I'm going to fucking waste it. And they've gone, what is he saying? He must have a demon in him. And they didn't bollock him. They weren't suspicious. They didn't know it was alcohol-related. The smell of the alcohol they were completely unaware of because they've never been around anyone that stunk of alcohol that much. They apparently started, at one point, they started spraying attar on him, which is like a Persian Arabic scent, because they thought it was a smell that was coming from the demon. And instead of bollocking him for being drunk, they tried to exercise him. 
they tried to do an exorcism in the mosque. <laughs> so is this dickhead at five, probably four thirty-five in the morning now I'm in the mosque? I'm gonna try this next time I come home to you, drunk and Jade's pissed off. You're fucking hammered, aren't you, babe? It's a fucking demon. I swear to God. This is some booze. Could this you? This is a demon. Could, this is a demon who's been sitting in my J2O all night and now he's in me belly. It's the gin. It's the, the gin. I know it's the gin. I know it. No, it's the gin. It's, it's a Muslim supernatural. How bad would that be as you're sobering up? I realize it. Because once you've puked, you start sobering up really quickly, being surrounded by Muslim brothers in a mosque and they're doing an exorcism. This is the best bit. They send him home. They get him home. And they tell his dad, oh, he's got a demon in him. And his dad knows exactly what the demon is, right? But didn't want... (laughs) He didn't want any of the embarrassment or shame being brought in the family. So they were like, he came into the mosque to pray. pray, Obviously, because he's a good Muslim. But we think he might be possessed by a demon. So you're going to have to look after him for two weeks. The mosque sent clerics round. Hang on. Is that what they do in Islam? What? (laughs) Is that the prescribed course? <laughs> this is your son. He's got a he's got a demon in him. You just need to keep an eye on him for two weeks. Check his temperature every now and then. Loads of paracetamol, plenty of fluid. <laughs> yeah, and, and loads of exorcism. <laughs> two exorcisms with a glass of water for two weeks. Muslims he's- treat demons like we treat STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of fluid, take this oh, once a day at six o'clock. <laughs> Do you know what my favourite bit of this story is? It went on for two weeks. Clerics kept coming to the house because they were like, he needs to be exercised. They need to, we need to finish the exorcism. Ooh. And all from, apparently from the first minute, his dad knew exactly what it was because his dad fucking knew him. But his dad didn't want to lose face, so went along with it for two weeks and had the guys coming around trying to get rid of the demon. They're like, oh yeah, I think the demon's <laughs> nearly gone now. Fucking prick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demon's nearly gone. Tell you he's not going back to university. This bell end. Oh. <laughs> mm. That's fucking phenomenal. Oh, Jesus. I tell you what, I've heard some, oh, I got drunk and I was and I was hungover stories. But when he sent me that, he literally WhatsApp me and was like, look, can I just run this by you? Because I don't want to write it all out. And then you'd be like, no, we're not going to do it. I was like, mate, can I, instead of you writing it out, can I just retell it how you've told me? Rather than me being like, I want this happen. Will you do me a favour right now? Will you WhatsApp me if it is? Yeah. Do it now. I want to know. Right. (laughs) I will. As soon as as I've done it, I will. Right. Oh, God. (laughs) What time is it? What time are we on the pod? I need a wee. Uh, we've, done a, we've done an hour and 25. Should we have a word from our sponsors at Vauxhall Comedy Club? I'm and not. you can go for a wee, and I'm going to go and get myself another drink. Oh, yeah. Doing these adverts makes me want to go to Vauxhall Comedy Club so much. When the shutdown is over, when we're free, when venues are open again, if you like comedy and you're in London, or if you're visiting the Big Smoke, go and watch some live stand-up at the Vauxhall Comedy Club. It's just over the water, near the West End, really central. On a Friday and Saturday night, they have an amazing offer where they do as much booze as you can get, a bottomless booze comedy night, amazing comedians from the TV, from the circuit, it's 90 minutes, free wine, cider, beer, and it's 
just 25 quid. There's also a Spirit and Mixer bottomless ticket, and there's also an entry ticket that's just £10. Vauxhall Comedy Club is open Monday to Saturday, and it's right next to the amazing Vauxhall Street Food Garden. So obviously, right now, you can't go. But as soon as you can... Get down there, enjoy yourself. Adam's played it, I'm looking forward to playing it. And in the meantime, hit them up on socials, at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. The show is 18 and over, so if you look young and fresh, take your ID, and if you look like me, fucking granddad Dave, you'll get right in. See you there, Vauxhall Comedy Club. Nice one. Two mics, two leads, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Have A Word. We're back. You're like your Jack with your hair like that. <laughs> People do tell us we look uh, quite similar. I've never really seen it apart from. Well, you're definitely brothers. Photos, but I'm like, hang on. No, you're definitely brothers. When I met him, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um. Oh fucking hell. I don't think it's worth. I've turned my camera off. I don't think it's worth putting it back on for have a word section. Necessarily. Um, it's time for have a word with Adam and Dan. Oh, I'm out of breath. Just come up the stairs. <laughs> Do you want me to play this? Yes. Yeah, it's time to have a word with Adam and Dan. Tell us all the problems you have with your friends. This was mm. gonna be the whole podcast. Now mm. it's just the final ten percent. Oh, this has been a dead, dead, dead fun one. And I know I've got to go and clean the fucking living room once we're done today. So what are you taking photos of? I'm dr- drunk. I want to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast, the best thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, I oh, know. I love being a dad as well. <laughs> I mean, it's good. But the podcast doesn't wake me up at four in the morning. What? It's time I have a wait with dear to Monday on the problems I have with your friend. This is supposed to be Go on. two. Have a wait. All of them had them. The first one's a quick one, and it's fucking people like you, Dan Nightingale. That's the target of it. Oh, street had- party, in it? March this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had quite a few of these. Um, have a word with people who had a garden party for VE Day. Nobody knew what the fuck VE Day was until yesterday. It's just an excuse to get pissed with your neighbours. Laura, Laura had to be. <laughs> Laura just went, don't tell anyone, but I don't actually know what VE Day is. I was like, all right. <laughs> no one knows what it is, though. I walked through. Now, you got to remember. Come I've on, you do, times. though. You do what, know what VE Day is, surely. You didn't celebrate it last year. No, I don't celebrate. It's the reason. It's, you did yesterday, though. Well, the reason they've moved the celebration happened is yeah because they've moved a bank holiday onto it. They've done it on purpose because it's a special year. It's the seventy fifth. The reason people celebrated it is because they're fucking bored in their houses and they wanted an excuse to get pissed. I think it would have happened anyway. I think there would have been a few little parties anyway, but it's been totally exaggerated. Exaggerated. Do do you not think there would have been street parties? For VE Day on a special Friday bank holiday when the weather was like that. Are you no. sure? Yeah, sure. well, I don't think... Especially West- where I am. No, no, I've told yeah, you a few times on this pod that this is a Scouse, not English thing. 
there's not really a British identity in Liverpool because we feel disenfranchised from central government. I walked my dog yesterday to the park and on the way back, I walked down a main road and there was about fucking 15, 20 houses all right next to each other having a big street party with British flags in the fucking window. We don't put England flags up during the fucking World Cup. People just wanted to get pissed yeah, with yeah. their mates. The and truth. you know what? I'm beyond judging them. I think people need to feel human again. And uh, obviously there'll be a lot of people listening to this going, whoa, nice one, yeah, because you need to feel human. We've risked the fucking health of a nation because of COVID fucking 19. But you're like, yeah, but a lot of those people have played the game for like eight weeks and watched other people take the fucking piss and not play the game. And they wanted to sit in their front gardens and have a street party. They're not finger-banging the neighbour. They're just drinking in and around it like... Also, I get it. Like the There's media's got to be a little bit of a like. Go on. Every go on. newspaper at the minute is on Monday lockdown eases. You'll be able to go and shag your mum's dog again. Get You'll ready be for able that now, to man. go and have a bar. Like, and people see that and they go, "Well, if I can do it on Monday, why can't I do it on fucking Friday? Like, it's fine." A lot That's of people are really, are really waiting for a huge change to be announced on Sunday, and I, I've got, I think they've got. The roadmap to the easing the lockdown is not going to be a massive gear shift on Sunday, I don't think. I think it's going to be like, look, there's going to be a slight like easing of like, this is what you can do exercise-wise, this what can you do. You, I think the bigger changes are coming three weeks down the line if everything keeps going as it is. I think people are looking yeah. at Sunday thinking it's going to be a massive change. But I would say this about I, last night. I think in that little moment, you get this you get this release of like the pressure of like fuck me we have been in we've not driven to see family we've not done this I, uh, as long as you're not if you've not got symptoms and everything I'm not trying to sound irresponsible and I'm not saying you should be hugging your neighbour or anything but that bit of human contact it's so important because there is something else at work here I know the virus is serious but people's mental health is in the bin and you'll lose lives to that as well I'm, it sounds like I'm being melodramatic but people no, are don't. fucking isolated, lonely, sad, depressed, deteriorating. Also, people, people don't know what to believe. There's such an amalgamation of misinformation at the minute. Nobody I know trusts the government. There's no one I know on a personal level. I've seen tweets from fucking accounts that have got a fucking sports card as their profile picture who do and whatever. Well, I don't know anyone. There's no friend of mine or someone I class as a friend on social media or a colleague who is like, do you know what? I trust the government and whatever they say is what I'll obey because first of all, people think they got it wrong and then there's also people who are starting to think that there's an ulterior motive to everything. But the amount of people who before this were completely sane normal people who now seem like fully-fledged conspiracy theorists is fucking unreal. People do not know what to believe. They don't know whether this is a deadly virus that... It, it is killing everyone and the infection rate is going up or whether it's going down or whether it's not as bad as they thought it was going to be or whether it's worse than it could have possibly ever been no one's got a fucking clue what's going on and when that happens when they don't know when people don't know what they should do for the best they're going to do the thing they will enjoy more and that's what's happening yeah maybe yeah sad though that some people on the street our street had a basically on the front lawns it's lucky because we've got a street where you do have front lawns people move the cars off the drive and then you could see everyone and everyone just had it, basically a load of individual parties 
And then a couple of the houses didn't come out because they're like, no, fuck you, we're doing this properly. And you're like, yeah, I see why you've not come out because you're like, well, we're isolating because, you know, so-and-so had, we've got breathing difficult, we've got like asthma, really bad asthma or something. It's not really the rules. And also, I watched it happen because I drunk on Thursday, as we all know, I drunk on the podcast and I was hungover yesterday. So I didn't drop an, uh, drink a drop of alcohol last night. And I watched that go from a really friendly tea party to just a fucking street piss up. And I live on a pretty middle classy sort of, it's not even that, it's fine. And by the fucking tandem Oi, Adam. By 2am though, there was a massive fucking kickoff and three of the houses were on the green having it, yes. having it out. So it looks a little bit middle class. I was legally allowed it. within two metres of you. I'd twat you, Brian. Someone got bitten. So I... What? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the girls <laughs> one of the girls on the street, I saw her this morning, she was like, yeah, it really went weird. I got bitten. I was like, well, that's not socially distant. I think when you know you've got bite marks, social distance doesn't... Yeah, it's a, it was a mess because, of course... Alcohol added to a fucking afternoon tea party. It, yeah, fair enough. VE day might be a bullshit excuse, but people needed to connect. However, add alcohol in there, and then all the social distancing goes out. Kids don't understand. Etta doesn't understand. She's three. She doesn't get it. She's like, "Oh, I like that person. Can I go over to them?" You're like, "No, darling." And then inevitably, you're like, "Oh God." It's going to be interesting though if there's not a big spike in. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen this week because that should have really seen- have had an effect in theory. Have you seen that um, France apparently has got a case that they've found and traced back to December? So that means it's possibly been in Europe since December, which means there's a real possibility. And Oxford University are leading the UK's fight against it and trying to create a vaccine. Oxford University are working under the assumption that this virus has been in the UK since January. Um, I I really don't want to be this guy, but at the end of January... No, I'm not going to be that guy, but I had a... You were going to say you were dead sick? I had a absolutely I mental three days. Yeah. For three days in February. End, like, I was in a fucking bad way. And end of January. I remember exactly There's now a possibility. Look, anyone who's listening to this, who's getting a bit pissed off going, this is really bad. They've got a platform and they're spreading misinformation. None of what we're saying should be taken as fact. None of it should be acted upon as if we know what we're talking about. We absolutely do fucking not. We're just saying, oh, I've seen this, whatever. Don't act on anything we're telling you. Go and look into it yourself. We don't read enough. We don't know what's reliable. We, we don't know what we're talking about. But there's a possibility, based on what I've seen, that this the UK has had this virus. And it's possible that me and you are now immune to it because we've had it and it's gone. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy because I, I I've seen tweets about it. I've seen so many tweets about. It. I'm pretty sure me and my family had this, and you're like, nah, your whole family had it, your whole family, and you've been seeing Nana, and she, you've not, and then she's fine. But I I I was absolutely floored at the end of January for three days with this fucking bug that I couldn't shake, and I and it it, it had all of the but not as bad as it sounds. But then is that because I'm a fucking 39, well, 38 at the time, pretty healthy guy that doesn't smoke and has had no respiratory issues in Most my life. people who get it who are of your physical state and age would not have had a severe problem. You'd have just got very sick for a few days and then got over it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what, it was probably not very responsible, the oldest street boys. But don't underestimate like how bad it is 
in other ways. You know, I don't know. It's very, very difficult because you feel like you're, you're excusing it. But um, there's other stuff going on. I worry about, like, what long-term is the effect on, like, on these kids? Like, it's great that Etta doesn't know. But if you're a fucking eight-year-old and you're like, right, everyone has a germ. Don't go near fucking anyone. Don't touch them. Don't breathe on them. Do not breathe on them. That must put a little bit of, like, coding in your fucking hard drive for later yeah. in life when you're like, whoa, God, I really don't I like hugging people. I was stood in the queue earlier to get into the B&M to buy the cans of Coke to mix with me rum. <laughs> and a guy two, two metres in front of me, because everyone's spaced out, he coughed. Everyone in front of him turned round as if they'd heard a fucking gunshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he forgot to do it into his elbow. He did it into his hand as well, which is fucking eggy, innit? Like, that is eggy at the minute. But the, the people in front of him couldn't see him. But he went, <coughs> and everyone went, <gasps> oh, yeah. as if, like, someone had just gone, give me your fucking money, punk! <laughs> it's illegal to cough in someone's face as a joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck? If you go up to a nana on the street and go, <laughs> You'll get knocked on by the popo. Po- po. So you should. What a fucking weird. But thing I mean, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's. But it's what the that two should months. happen anyway. Yeah, that shouldn't yeah, yeah. be a COVID thing. If you're going over, splay and in people people's nan's face, even without any. What's the, What's the hip hop song? <laughs> da, 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 da. Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. And when it goes. <laughs> um. So yeah, that can't be played for, in discos for a while. Uh, I um, I've got another have a word prep, but I can't be asked. We'll do it on Monday. <laughs> Adam, I'm very proud of uh, you. I'm very proud of me. I'm proud of us. That has been about 42 fucking extra podcasts in seven weeks. <laughs> it was a joke that got out of hand and has been on more than one occasion quite testing as my, my wife has gone. You're going to go and do a podcast again? I'm like, yes. It's my job. And I um, think everyone will hear an improvement in, in not an improvement, because I think we've been doing the job, but I think you'll see the benefit of it. We're going to be, it's going to be more better. A heartfelt thank you to everyone who supported us this far, whether that's someone who signed up to the Patreon, someone who has sponsored us, someone who has bought stuff from our sponsors and kept them happy, or whether you're someone who's just been downloading and listening to them and telling your mates about it. We're grateful for all of you. We'll be back on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week, Wednesday exclusively for our Patreon members. We're so, so, so grateful for you getting us this Let far and we guarantee to keep you entertained for the rest of this fucking nonsense. <laughs> now, Dan, I forgot. Yes, can I just song. play Let Me Clear My Throat? Can I put that on the end of the tune? Please, for the last lockdown lock-in, you forgot to do a song. I've literally been singing it as you were talking. <laughs> I don't own the rights to the song. Ba, 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 da, ba. Get sued. No, 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 no. No, they won't. No. We won't get sued. Play, uh, we won't get sued. Cinderella by some time today again. That was a good one. How will we get sued? We might get sued if we play someone else's song without permission. Can we roll the dice on it? No. Do you want them to come and take all the earnings from? Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up. Do as you told, bitch boy. Shut the fuck up. Now I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> Go and have a rum. 
Go and have a run, you little lad. Have a oh, nice night. Be nice to Jade, you. Be nice to Jade. Have a nice night. Be a nice I drunk. Will. I will do. I'm going to get some salt and pepper chicken as well because I'm starving. Treat I'm yourself. Starving. All right, buddy. I'll see and you Monday. We start recording a half three and it's half five. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> i got to go and be a family person. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye.
and it's all good in here. Make some noise. So, check the flavor of the rhythm I wrote. Well, I got a chance to let me clip my.